the Blaze Radio Network. On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. 653. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. Vices. I don't have to show you any stinking vices. This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. All right. Welcome to the story of the day, much to my consternation. Is speculation on what Trump said or didn't say. And we'll get into it coming up on the Salcedo Show. I've got a lot of raw audio because of the the busy nature of my day today. I was able able only to pull down some raw audio from uh, General McMaster when he stepped up to the podium. (laughs) It was kind of funny. Went over the president's schedule, which nobody talked about or nobody wanted to talk about. And uh, they all wanted to get to these questions about what was said allegedly in this private meeting and what was not said. And I'm sure it's all that we'll be talking about in the flip around when we get to it here on the Chris Salcedo Show. Telephone numbers 888-900-3393, 888-900-3393. If you want to listen to the show live, go to theblaze.com slash radio. You can go to the Blaze Radio smartphone app. You can go to the iHeart Radio smartphone app and uh, make sure you listen in there. Uh, on-demand listening, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. What else am I missing? Oh, yes, the all-important social media. On Twitter, at Chris Salcedo TX, at C-H-R-I-S-S-A-L-C-E-D-O-T-X, as in Texas. Also uh, on Facebook, The Chris Salcedo Show. And jump on to theblaze.com, the channel section, if you want to find our daily offerings there. This will give you a hint as to what we primarily covered on the Salcedo Show for that day. And a lot of you guys are migrating there and finding us. So we really appreciate you doing so and weighing in on the various offerings that we put up there on a daily basis. All right. It is this Washington Post story that came down just after we got off the air yesterday here on The Blaze. And tongues were wagging over this unsourced, sorry, anonymously sourced uh, piece of whatever it was, not journalism, piece of journalism, no, piece of reporting, nah, not really, Um, whatever you want to call it from the Washington Post, and just learning now before we came on the air, minutes before we came on the air, the New York Times, the New York Times is also saying that it has talked to a former 
and a current administration source. Probably the same former and current administration source that talked to the Washington Post. It seems a little coordinated to me. Doesn't it to you? Well, let's see what the basket of bias is talking about. We start off with the leader of the basket of bias, CNN. And realized that the plot was discussed, and apparently, you know, not according to the folks who were in the room, but he thought, okay, alarm bells, we need to share this with the wider intel community, CIA, NSA. Um, was that flaggable, in your opinion? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the issue here is these are long-term relationships that need to be maintained. And there is an absolute need to ensure that people know that there is now this information that's out there and that this has consequences. And so I think it was something that clearly he saw, made him very concerned, wanted to alert the authorities so that way people could start doing damage control, not in public, but certainly in the private intel space. Yeah, yeah, but it ended up on the pages of the Washington Post or the New York Times. Nothing's private. See, this kind of screw up happens all the time in administrations. Right? The, the, I mean, uh, well, all you left wingers out there probably think that Obama walked on water. As a matter of fact, many of you did. <laughs> but uh, at any rate, this kind of misstepping, if it did happen, and it still remains to be seen as to whether it did happen. But let's just say for argument's sake that it did. Uh, nothing's illegal about it. Presidents sometimes do this. And then the cleanup happens behind the scenes, but not in the era of Trump. When Obama screwed up, you had those in the intelligence community who didn't want to leak it. And those in the basket of biased press who would never report it. Because protecting Obama was the call of the day, not protecting America. The latest revelation from the New York Times is that it was the Israelis who provided this bit of information that Mr. Trump allegedly uh, sent out or, or gave to the Russians during their conversation with Sergey Lavrov and um, Mr. Kislyak, Ambassador Kislyak. Let's go over to Fox. In the years ahead under President Trump. So any idea that this has damaged uh, Israeli, Israeli-U.S. relations in terms of intelligence sharing, Shep, uh, appears to have been knocked down by this particular statement. However, there are other issues that we don't have time to talk about right now that do have Israel worked up in terms of what the U.S. is saying. Indeed. And we'll get to those at some point. John Roberts, thank you. As I mentioned, lawmakers from both parties, some of them, are calling the report that President Trump shared classified information with Russian officials disturbing at a minimum. Mike Emanuel live on Capitol Hill. Um, we, I gave the reports from some Republicans, including uh, Bob Corker, the Republican of Tennessee, who says, uh, has some very harsh words for the White House. Uh, what, what else are you getting? Chef, some Republicans sound alarmed, saying they want more answers from the White House. Other Republicans sound concerned about the distraction aspect, keeping them from what they want to get done. A spokesman for House Speaker Paul Ryan said protecting America's secrets is paramount, and the Speaker hopes for a full explanation of the facts from the Trump administration. Uh, Bob Corker said the White House was, quote, spiraling out of control. Or, quote, spiraling out of spiraling out of, I think it was used, either out of control or spiraling downward or something like that. One gets the sense these Republicans are just waiting, chomping at the bit to put distance between themselves and Donald Trump. Uh, I, I have to stress this, folks. If, if this is all true, nothing was illegal. White House blasts, oh, this is MSNBS, 
Trump defends sharing info with Russia. Uh, let me let me get to what they're saying, and I was going to make I'll, I'll make my point about legality here. Face to face, and will stronger, more sharply worded jabs be exchanged about what what they think about this? What 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 the implications are about this, both for the intelligence at hand in this circumstance and for going forward? Because none of this happens in a vacuum. It always sends a message, and people always wonder about well, what about the next time? And because this uh, episode did not go through the usual traps, um, as as, we, as we've said, as you said, um, it's within the president's legal right to declassify things. But the fact that that didn't happen with consultation, it didn't happen with any heads up, has everybody just saying, well, what's going to happen the next time? And uh, she just brought the point up. The ultimate declassifier is the president of the United States. He can declassify anything he wants at any time. Now, whether it's wise or not, I think that's up for debate. And we're not saying that happened here. It could have happened here. But what I find astonishing and immensely hypocritical is that Democrats who sat by and watched Hillary Clinton deal with her unsecured server, knowing that she was hacked, knowing that special access program intelligence was hacked from her system and shared on her system, on her unsecured system, knowing that enemies, and I think it was rumored, not rumored, but confirmed allies alike had hacked her system. That Democrats had not a word to say about that, and Hillary Clinton was doing so illegally. The Secretary of State does not have the legal authority to declassify at will. The President of the United States does. So, as a purely legal matter, the Democrats seem to be, well, massive hypocrites. Because Hillary Clinton was doing this kind of stuff against the law and the Democrats didn't care. Now Mr. Trump is doing so within the law, whether it was wise or not. Well, okay, debatable if he did it. And now the Democrats are yelling from the rooftops, caterwauling. This is dangerous. It's unprecedented, right? As I said, the only reason why we know about it now is because there are leakers inside of the administration that James Comey didn't want to go after. It's why he's out of a job. There are leakers inside of the administration. And normally these missteps, if there was one, would be handled behind the scenes as to not do more damage to the credibility of the country and to the presidency. As it happened during the era of Obama. And I will have words with any left winger who wants to get out there and claim that Barack Obama never misstepped in a meeting with a foreign leader. The only problem is, is the mop-up happens behind the scenes and we the people never know about it. And the reason why we know about it now is because there is a dedicated press to undermining the Trump administration and there is a committed section of our intelligence community that is, that is making sure this stuff is leaked out to that willing and complicit press. We will detail everything that is going on, the different angles, the punditry. We'll get you some of the raw audio from H.R. McMaster coming back in front of the cameras today and answering some questions and not answering some questions. I think this is fair. Did President Trump share information with the Russians that had been shared with us by another country? We're not asking for the information. We're just asking if he had done so. 
Nobody's saying he didn't have the right to do it, but did he do it? Telephone number is 888-900-3393, 888-900-3393. More to come. The Chris Salcedo Show. You're on the blaze. Keep up with The Chris Salcedo Show on Facebook and on Twitter at Chris Salcedo TX. Just another way to stay in touch with Chris on the Blaze Radio Network. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. Chris Salcedo. An ally. Okay, I'll, I'll answer. Okay, so um, all of you are very familiar with the threat from ISIS. All of you are very familiar with the territory it controls. If you were to say, hey, from where do you think a threat might come from territory that ISIS controls, you would probably be able to name a few cities, I would think. And so it, it, was, it, it, was, it was nothing that you would not know from open source reporting in terms That was H.R. McMaster earlier on today uh, in front of the White House press corps while doing his best to answer questions without divulging sources and methods, without complicating things for the administration further. What was not said and what was directly asked, and again, we have the raw audio, and we we can play it for you, and we probably will. But what was asked is, point blank, did President Trump reveal to the Russians information that was given to the United States by a foreign power? Enter the New York Times. Uh, New York Times out today. What is the time? Well, they just, it was dateline today and no time was given. I thought I was reading the Washington, the original Washington Post article. And I'll tell you, well, you know what? I probably should do that. Let me pull up the original Washington Post article. And then I'll read the first couple of stanzas from each piece and see if you guys can peg any similarities. All right. Let me let me find it. There, there it is. Um, did that come from? Uh, but, but, but yeah, that is the Washington Post. Okay. Now, here comes the Washington Post article from yesterday, late yesterday, right after this show. President Trump revealed highly classified information to Russian foreign minister and ambassador in the White House meeting last week, according to current and former U.S. officials, who said Trump disclosures jeopardized a critical source of intelligence on the Islamic State. Now let's pivot over to the New York Times today. The classified intelligence that President Trump disclosed in a meeting last week with Russian officials at the White House was provided by Israel, according to a current and former American official familiar with how the United States obtained the information. It's the same cadence. It's the same current and former officials. It's coordinated. 
it's coordinated. The Washington Post and the New York Times, I have no, I, I have as much evidence as the New York Times and the Washington Post have to make my claim that the Washington Post and the New York Times are colluding with the same current and former officials to put out these stories. Now, listen to the tone and the tenor of the opening stanza. President Trump revealed highly classified information. If one was a journalist, one would say, President Trump allegedly revealed highly classified information to the Russian foreign minister and ambassador in the White House meeting last week, according to current and former U.S. officials. Pivot over to the the New York Times. The classified intelligence that President Trump disclosed in a meeting last week, hold on a second, disclosed, did they actually link to the Washington Post? Let me just... No, they didn't. I thought I thought the New York Times was going to link to the Washington Post. I almost thought they might. The classified intelligence that President Trump disclosed in a meeting last week with Russian officials at the White House was provided by Israel, according to a current and former American official familiar with how the United States obtained the information. It should read, if real journalists were writing this, The classified intelligence that President Trump allegedly disclosed in a meeting last week with Russian officials at the White House was reportedly provided by Israel, according to a current and former blah, 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 blah. That's if you're at least trying to feign being a journalist. These two stories actually accuse the President of the United States of actually doing this without naming their sources. And, uh, well, to say it's unfair is an understatement. And to say it's not, to say they would never go so far with unnamed sources of doing this against Barack Obama, I don't think is is too far afield. Let's listen to some of this raw audio here before we go to break. An ally. Okay, I'll, I'll answer. Okay, so, Hold on, that's the wrong one. Hold on a second. I'm going to run this one. Hold on. He said in three, two, hey, for some reason the computer just froze up. Not sure why that did that. Um, it, it, it wants to play for me, but it's <laughs> play for me. It's just not going to do it. All right, let me, um, <laughs> wow. Is it amazing when your computer, your com- my computer really lags sometimes, folks. I think it's because of all of the sources of audio that we have going in and out of it simultaneously. Um. Oh, 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 is this is this moving now? Hold on one minute. Came out to the stakeout area yesterday, and uh, coming out to the stakeout area, you said that the Washington Post story that came out late yesterday afternoon was false. Do you stick by that assertion? Do you think that every element of that story is false? And do you have anything to correct in terms of what you said at the podium yesterday afternoon? No, I, I stand by my statement that I made yesterday. What I'm saying is really the premise of that article is false, that in any way the president had a conversation that was inappropriate or that resulted in any kind of lapse in in national security. And so I think the real issue, and and I think what I'd like to see really debated more, is that our national security has been put at risk 
by those violating confidentiality and those releasing information uh, to the press that that uh, that, could, that could be used uh, connected with other information available uh, to, to make American citizens and others more vulnerable. You got shit. You got it. Was probably inaudible. This reporter was asking if Benjamin Netanyahu will accompany a Mr. Trump on his Middle East trip, a rather historic Middle East trip, will accompany him to the Western Wall. And if the president believes the Western Wall is part of Israel and Jerusalem, and that you can hear the reporters go, oh, why, why are you asking him that? That doesn't roast Trump. Let's roast Trump some more. On the other side of the break, you'll hear what some of the other, well, not journalists, reporters were asking uh, the White House about what Donald Trump did in that meeting with Sergey Lavrov and uh, Ambassador Kislyak. It's on the uh, other side of the break, the Chris Salcedo Show, here in The Blaze. The Chris Salcedo Show will be right back. The Blaze Radio Network. Salcedo is on the Blaze Radio Network. The Russians, are you denying that you revealed information that was given to the U.S. by an intelligence partner? So uh, what, I, what we don't do is discuss what is and what wasn't classified. What I will tell you is in the context of that, that, uh, that discussion, what the president discussed with the foreign minister was wholly appropriate to that conversation and is consistent with the routine sharing of information between the president and, and any leaders with whom he's engaged. But was it and the U.S. received from an intelligence partner? I, I'm not going to be the one to confirm, the, the confirm uh, that, that sort of information that could, that could jeopardize, it could jeopardize our security. U.S. allies that do have these types of intelligence sharing relationships with the U.S. will stop providing that information? No, I'm not concerned at all. That's H.R. McMaster earlier today in a press conference uh, with the, the White House press corps. And the... The, the question was pointed. Did he do this? Did he reveal classified information, which is his right to do, to, that, uh, w- to the Russians? And did he do so uh, in not the best interest of the United States of America? Um, th- now, that, that is not something H.R. McMaster is going to be able to answer. But the fact that... <laughs> It's no see here here's what I'm wondering. It's no secret that the Israelis or we have partners around the globe share classified information with us, is it? That's not classified information. The fact that they share classified information with us, that's not classified. We all know that. What the press corps is asking is did the president share information with the Russians that he gleaned from a foreign source? That's all. Now, now, if that is the case, 
if he confirms that, he's letting... See, the Russians already know. The Russians already know, and to be foolhardy to think that they didn't know what they have, and well, to be honest with you, I think that, that perhaps Trump was upfront about what it was that they have. The only thing that, that remains unseen is, is to whether or not the, the president had given the Israelis a heads up or whoever it was. And see, they got me doing it because we don't know that it was Israeli intelligence. We don't know if this actually even happened. It's all allegations from unnamed sources. And the administration, all they will confirm is that the Russians were talking about issues of joint import, fighting terrorism. That's all they will confirm. H.R. Uh, McMaster, you heard one of the original uh, sound clips here from the raw audio we have from the press conference today. He was asked about what he said yesterday, and it was a very uh, terse and very quick statement that he made uh, to the White House press corps uh, outside the portico there, what, what they call the stakeout area. I had no idea they called it the stakeout area. But here's what Mr. McMaster said yesterday. I just have a brief statement for the record. There's nothing that the president takes more seriously than the, the security of the American people. The story that came out tonight, as reported, is false. The president and the foreign minister reviewed a range of common threats to our two countries, including threats to civil aviation. At no time, at no time, were intelligence sources or methods discussed. And the president did not disclose any military operations that were not already publicly known. Two other senior officials who were present, including the Secretary of State, remember the meeting the same way and have said so. Their on the record accounts should outweigh those of anonymous sources. And I, I was in the room, it didn't happen. Thanks, everybody. None of that might have happened, but that's not what was addressed inside of the New York or the Washington Post story. The allegation is being made, and it still remains an allegation, that Donald Trump shared information with the Russians that was classified, which is his right. Nobody's saying it's not. Well, actually, uh, a lot of Democrats and liberals are saying he doesn't have the right to do. But anybody with sense or knowledge knows that it is his right to do. Now, whether or not it was good, if he indeed did it, that's... That's up for debate. But I don't think I can fault the press corps for wanting to find out if this actually did happen. And if it did, did it hurt? But that stuff we're never going to know. That's all information that will not be, well, should not be privy to the general public, but will probably find its way onto the front pages of the New York Times and the Washington Post. And you can be secure in the knowledge knowing that if this happened in the era of Obama, you didn't know about it because there were two uh, choke points, if you will, for that type of information. The first choke point was what folks call the deep state. Some folks call Obama holdovers. I call them Obama holdovers. What other folks call the swamp. They were interested in protecting Barack Obama. He was a Democrat. He was an anti-American. Is an anti-American. He's out there today. Do you guys hear what he said? Resident Obama out there saying that um, it took real courage. It took real courage. 
not to bomb Syria, Syria after they crossed his red line, used chemical weapons. That's what an extremist liberal's idea of courage is. Allowing mass murder to go unpunished. Allowing the use of chemical weapons to go unpunished. That's a liberal extremist definition of courage. So uh, I actually got some blowback today from somebody saying, why are you talking about Obama for? Because Obama won't shut up. <laughs> Obama keeps on injecting himself into the national conversation. And so long as he does, he's fair game. But back to this, this subject, all of this stuff, these missteps in the early days of the Obama administration, you didn't know about. Because the Bush people who were in didn't want to hurt the country and certainly didn't want to go out of the way to hurt Obama. He was the elected leader. So they didn't. Now fast forward after Obama had eight years to install his people in key areas. What is the first thing they do? Their first, their first urging is to, ooh, Leak, 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 leak. Undermine, undermine, undermine. We hate Obama. Force him to resign. And that's, that's, the, broad, that, that's the view from 10,000 feet, folks. This, that's what all of this is. This isn't the first time a president has revealed a little bit too much more than he should have. And all the wrinkles are ironed out behind the scenes, typically. This administration is forced to iron out these wrinkles in full view of the world, courtesy of leakers. By the way, I didn't make this point, and I need to make this point. And if our folks on the, on the uh, Twitter page are listening, and our folks uh, at dot .com are listening, this is the salient point. We know that a law was broken here. We know that a felonious act has been committed here. And it wasn't by President Trump. President Trump did nothing illegal. The only folks who did something illegal are these folks inside of government who'd leak this information to the press. They are the only ones who have committed a felony. They are the only ones who deserve to be prosecuted. They are the only ones who, I would argue, placed America at greater risk because of what they decided to reveal on the front page of the New York Times and the Washington Post. There's, there's only one bit of illegality here, and it belongs to those who are running to the Washington Post and the New York Times to tell their stories about national security. And that's what I think broadly the view from 10,000 feet shows us. There is a concerted effort by the majority of Democrats, by the deep state slash uh, swamp slash Obama holdovers, and even some Republicans, see Bob Corker, to delegitimize this president, to make sure his agenda doesn't go forward, and it goes far beyond national security. It goes so far beyond that. He's an outsider. And he threatens this cabal 
up in Washington, D.C. The power structure, the haves and the have-nots, those who make the calls. Donald Trump is disrupting the ability of the establishments of both parties to screw this country on their terms. Trump is saying, I don't want to do that anymore. And they don't like him very much for it. So that's what I think is playing out on the front pages of the Washington Post and the New York Times. Had this been Obama operating in against America's best interest as his policies were shown to do again and again and again. That's what we that's what he was doing above board. Can you imagine what Barack Obama was doing behind the scenes that his sycophants kept secret? Now, I don't I I am not going to sit here and tell you that there wasn't some leaking going on inside of the era of Obama. There there was. It was nothing like this. And as much as we appreciated knowing what Obama was doing to screw the country, we conservatives still didn't like the fact that it had to, it had to come to leaks, felonious, illegal leaks, to get the straight scoop on what our government was doing. And in this case, word of the wise in the Trump administration, you will be given no quarter. You have to do it better than anybody else because you can already see the bar is so far up for you. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I looked at this today and I'm sitting there thinking, man, they're not going to stop. They're not going to stop until either they're vanquished or Trump is. And they don't care if they tear the country apart to do it. Because I guess in, in, in these leftist minds, that if the country can't be theirs, they don't want it around for you and me. That's the way I see it. 888 Tons of analysis from uh, across Fox News and some of the uh, conservative thinkers of our day, and we'll get to that coming up on the Salcedo Show here on The Blaze. It's not just a show. It's a movement. Join the swarm. Twitter hashtag Salcedo Swarm. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. to the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. The Israelis have come out and in response to uh, the New York Times reporting that they it was their intelligence that was leaked saying that uh, they stand firm with the President of the United States and the United States in intelligence sharing. That, that didn't stop nor does it ne- uh, necessarily mean that reporting that's coming out of BuzzFeed is not true as well, although here we are, more unnamed sources. Two Israeli intelligence officials confirmed to BuzzFeed News that Israel had shared specific intelligence with the U.S. regarding ISIS plots to smuggle explosive laptops onto planes. 
Well, yes, but that was known to the Russians. The Russians knew about this. It's widely reported. And they did so under the unique intelligence sharing agreement the two countries maintain. The revelation that Trump had shared that intelligence, intelligence with Russian officials was Israel's worst fears confirmed, said one of the intelligence officers. What do you mean? It was, it's out there already. It's been reported. We have an agreement with America, which is unique to the world of intelligence sharing. We do not have this relationship with any other country, said the officer who spoke to BuzzFeed News on condition of anonymity as he was not granted permission to speak to the press. Quote, there is a special understanding of security cooperation between our countries, they said. To know that this intelligence is shared with others without our prior knowledge, that is for us the worst fears confirmed. The officer previously spoke to BuzzFeed News in January when he said that Israel, Israeli officials had specific concerns about what Trump would share with Russian officials. Israel, he added, routinely shared intelligence that included sources of information and asset names, he said, the type of information that could endanger the lives of those provided, uh, providing the raw intelligence. Israel's role in obtaining the intelligence passed on to Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov was first reported in the New York Times on Monday. Actually, it was the Washington Post, wasn't it? Um, look, folks, <laughs> I, I'm not hearing anything from BuzzFeed here that wasn't known to the, to the general public. We all knew that the laptops, because there were, there were certain flights that were being restricted and there was open talk of more flights being restricted. We all, we all knew this. So where is BuzzFeed is claiming that the Israeli official, officials are upset about intelligence that was, what, widely known? Are you kidding? Now, I it has been confirmed that Donald Trump didn't mention any allies or where the intelligence 